six seconds. Mo, get ready. I know you're never ready because you're an old man. <laughs> What's with all of the cracks? Welcome back to another episode of Ways. My name is Mohammed here with the co-host Osama. Osama, how are you doing today? Bro, I'm blessed. I'm tired, guys. Uh, I'm tired. I'm, saying I'm tired. I'm hungry, but I'm always ready to go. And today's topic is really amazing, even though we spoke about it before. But today we have a special guest. Do right? we? I don't know. Do we? Mohammed, how about you introduce her? Because to, to us, she's a special guest for us. And we want people to know why she's a special guest to us. No problem. Before I introduce a special guest, make sure to listen to us at Waste 2.0 on Instagram. You can listen to Osama on his Instagram page at Kosa300. You can follow myself at Global. New episodes every Wednesday. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, and other various platforms. Thank you so much for the love and support and make sure to listen for new episodes. Today's special guest, uh, it's pretty funny. Uh, we've known her pretty much our whole lives at this point. And yes, sir. Pretty much, <laughs> she's pretty much a big sister to us. A big you sister can, to us, You can say yeah. she like, raised us and saw the progression <laughs> from us as young kids to young, I guess, adults trying to figure out in life. And without ado, I guess our the person that's with us today is Chantel, the one and only. Uh, She's not just a normal person, anyone. She's like a person of many characters and many interests, and we definitely want to get into that. So, Chantel, please, welcome to... So nice to have you. Guys, thank you so much for having me. This is so exciting. And as you said, it's like I remember you guys being annoying little little guys in grade five, <laughs> and now, like, look at you, you know? You're, you're growing up. You're doing this amazing podcast, and so I'm yeah. really grateful to be a part of it. And we're and we're honored to have you. Like I feel like, as Mohammed said, like you're a big sister. So I think this episode is gonna be really special for us, even oh. the topic. So we might even relate it back to when we were kids and like me and Mohammed us troublemakers. So we might expose some fun stories, guys, if you pay attention. <laughs> you know what? That was honestly so. Like I'm trying to think back. That was when you guys were in grade five. I would have been in grade eight. That was like. Gosh, that was a long time ago. But it does really relate so much to what I wanted to talk about today with you guys about living with your purpose. So it, it really does line up perfectly. If you have embarrassing stories that you want to reveal, uh, <laughs> that's all you guys. I have lots. I don't mind. By all means, this is an open, I, open discussion. I just know that you guys only showed up for the snacks. And the math was like... Mm, not so great, but hey, you it looked it worked out pretty well for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Which is pretty funny. Um, yeah, so we've known you legit over oh, close to twenty years at this point. And one thing I want to ask you is, even since a young age when we first saw you, you were just an individual who never really conformed to society standards. You always like knew what you want and you tried different things what gave you that mindset and that freedom and just trying to be yourself and try different things and not be so confined to what people think you should be as a younger person you know what that's honestly such an interesting question i have no idea i have no idea why when i was younger i needed to try new things and still to this day i still really have to uh, just give everything a go. If I find certain interests, I'm not afraid to give it a go. It's not going to be my forever career, but it's going to be something that I try out. And I noticed that from when I was when I was younger. Um, 
But I, I think I also started volunteering at a really young age and it put me out there. It put me in a different situation. And I really enjoyed those opportunities to learn, to network with people, to meet new people and to be able to help out. So I think that that was, that was probably one of the biggest things that stood out for me when I was younger is just always wanting to volunteer, always wanting to do stuff. But that also like, that also did, um, it did a lot of good, but it also put the wrong impression in my mind that the stuff that you, the stuff that you want to do and the stuff that you should do, you don't always have to volunteer. Like there's a lot of paid services. There's a lot of ways that you can still be an entrepreneur and, and have a positive impact. And I think that when you volunteer a lot, you sort of get into that nonprofit mentality and you want to do everything for free. But we really have to start changing that for people so that we're working on building a positive economy that's rooted in capitalism, but that has a more positive effect on our community. Beautiful answer. Totally agree. Makes sense. And uh, yeah, like you said, taking that chance and just taking those goals and those steps and ultimately your journey has led you to this point. So the fact that obviously, like you said, you know what you want, you know how the world should be as far as society. It's beautiful in itself. And I think that more people should be open minded, non-judgmental. And one thing I want to ask you that you gave that answer. Thank you so much. Is that at this point in your life, looking back, if you go back in time and talk to that young girl who's just so free spirited about everything, what would you tell her? Oh, that's a good question. Cause I still try to like tell myself things to like kind of <laughs> calm down, but like, you know, this, this was a big, this was a big week for me. I just turned 30 and it's sort of like, you get these, like, Ooh, you get all of these emotions and feelings of like getting to a new decade. And I guess, what I would tell my younger self is to not listen to anyone else and to not look at anyone else's lane. Simply focus on what you're passionate about, what sets your heart on fire, what you feel like doing in that moment, and then first and foremost, taking care of yourself first. So I think if I learned that when I was much younger, I would be on well, I mean, I would be exactly where I need to be right now. I'm exactly where I need to be, but I feel like that would have maybe given me a little bit more confidence growing up and trying those things and doing those things. Now, Osama, I don't know if you're still there. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some technical glitches here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. There he goes again. I guess he's going to be in and out, so that's no problem. Uh, the next thing <laughs> I wanted to ask you was, the first time I saw you again, because usually it's weird. I would see like once every three to four years. So I think yeah. the first time I reconnected with you uh, was when you're in grade nine, grade nine or 10. You went to White Oaks at this point. And I remember, I think I was in grade seven or grade eight. And obviously Facebook was like the big thing and stuff. So I had it on Facebook. I'm like, oh my God, Chantel, how you been? And you're like, hi, how are you? And all that stuff, whatever. And then you told me, you're like, hey, aren't you from Ghana? And I'm like, yeah, why? You're like, I'm actually going to Ghana in the summer to yeah. do some volunteer work and i was like what really and like yeah and that was the first time we connected after like three to four years um i never asked you how was that experience going to ghana i think that single-handedly changed my life i think that was the one trip i always advocate for people to travel and i know it's a little bit harder now but traveling has been such an important role in my life it's been so 
uh, inspiring and it's taken me out of my comfort zone and put me into a new situation, especially I was in grade 11 and I organized a trip for me and two other girls my age to go to Ghana in the northern Volta region, this small village called Sogakope, where we were supposed <laughs> to like meet up with some random organization that we just met online. And like this was back in the day. This was way before, you know, this was before anyone was really doing anything online. Yeah, way before social, social media. media. Yeah. So um, we did that that trip and it was so beautiful. It was like nothing I've ever experienced before. The people were so kind. There was like this rawness to everything. And it was just so beautiful. I, I really had, um, I remember coming home and just like looking at all of the things that I had and feeling such guilt, like, and in a really, almost in a good way. Like it just made me appreciate everything I had, but also realizing that like the way we live life is so messed up because we have like, you know, a hundred times more things than the people who are in these developing countries, yet we're probably like not even half as happy or half as grateful or connected to our families, connected to our culture. Like it's so distant from what I experienced uh -huh. true joy to be like, for sure. It was a really great trip though, to sum it up. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I think that's also like one of the one of the things where um, you know when we talk about like living with with your purpose, that's one of the things that you need to really do to find out your purpose is to put yourself into uncomfortable situations and new situations where you might not have your support system, you might not have your network, you might not have your luxuries that you're used to, and you really just have to depend on yourself and trust your gut. And that's where I really feel that you help to hone in on your purpose is when you're truly listening to your gut and to your instincts. So traveling is a really great indicator, um, or at least that way to like shove you out of your comfort and put you into a new situation so that you have to figure out, well, what you're capable of really. <laughs> and you have that's, to really trust yourself. That's so true. Yeah, it's, um, it's a, definitely an empowering situation. To, to be in those new um, environments. So I think that that's really important. And you find, you just like find new things that excite you. You find things that you like, new food or new music or oh. new landscapes and, and everything that like gets your creativity going as well. No, it was amazing. I remember I had the exact same feeling I came home from Ghana as well. And I saw Osama and we went out to go eat. We went to some like Chinese takeout restaurant, Mississauga. And I don't know if you remember, you remember this, Osama. We went, I remember, yeah. we sat down, we got all this food for just me and him. And like, he started eating and then he looked at me. I just had like a straight face and he's like, aren't you going to eat? Like, what's going on? And I just looked at him I'm like, I just can't eat the food. And he's like, why? I'm like, bro, do you see this food right here? He's like, yeah. I'm like, this food is enough to feed like three to four families easily, mm -hmm. easily. And like, once you gain that perspective, and just the difference, like you said, like third world countries versus first world countries and how we take so much things for granted on a daily basis. You become so thankful, so generous to your parents for all the sacrifices right. they've done. And plus all the stories and the trials and tribulations that they went through. It clicks right. in your head. It's like, oh, my God, it's actually real and how traumatic those experiences uh -huh. could be. And that's why us, obviously, as born here, we got to make sure to live up to those 
expectation, those standards, just to make them know that we're proud of them and that we're so thankful for what they've done over the course of their lives. For sure. And even, like, I mean, Osama, you know, like, we're Palestinian, we have that bloodline, we have, Facts. you know, that connection. And, you know, when we look back to our homeland, like, people there, they don't, they don't have access to basic rights, they don't have access to education, to health care, to yeah, safe real. shelter, you know? Like, imagine, like, a, a little kid who's scared because when they hear a bomb siren, it could mean that their home is going to be destroyed in a matter of seconds. Mm -hmm. And it's like... Like when you come out of a place like that and you come to Canada and you're just like, whoa, like we are so lucky. Like we are so fortunate. So mm -hmm. it really, it gives you that perspective. It gives you that gratitude. Um, but then also uh, for me too, it gave me that fire to help advocate for people because I realized that that's not fair for anyone to live through. Like that shouldn't be the situation for anyone. So that's... Um, yeah, it helped gain that awareness, but also sort of, again, direct your passion, your purpose. I want to ask you guys, I want to ask you guys what you think your purpose looks like. And it doesn't necessarily mean like what individually your own purpose is, but what do you think living with your purpose like feels like or what, what, what should it be? I'm going to let Osama go first because Osama, <laughs> okay. Osama knows the answer. Well, my purpose, I guess we have the same purpose, dude, but I can, I'm hoping I don't get cut off because I've been getting cut off from this podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> my purpose, honestly, is just to change people's lives. Like, you kind of both said it, really, like, like eloquently, how when you guys went to, like, Ghana, or, like, you traveled the world, that you're kind of much more grateful what you have here. And, like, all the stuff that you are able to do. Like, think of the, for example, things that necessarily, like, for example, like, in Palestine, Chantal, you just said people don't even have education, right? You don't have to think of education. Like if you have a kid, he's going to school regardless. Like he has to go to school. For me, it's able to change and give people the opportunity. Like one of our podcasts, I believe it was episode 59, we had someone on and we all agreed that we want to help people. I feel like helping people is one of the best investments ever. Because eventually, it's not money, but you're, you're investing to someone who at one point, maybe no one believes in it, but once they do something and then return, you don't know how that can impact their life. And that's for me, is basically my voice is my purpose, I feel. I feel like a lot of people are they're not disadvantaged, but they feel disadvantaged because of people telling them that they can't do something. And I want to change the narrative around that. I like that. I'm down well, answer, that. brother. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even need, I don't need to keep talking. You got this. <laughs> but uh, no, likewise, like Osama said, it's funny because growing up, it's like I had this huge ego and I just wanted to be like the <laughs> biggest thing on earth. I just want everyone to like love me and adore me. I just want this fame and excitement. But as you go through in life, like God, if willing, will humble you. And then you realize your true purpose in life, right? Mm -hmm. And I think for me, I pretty much know this. My purpose in life is just to be a servant. Very simple. Like nothing more, nothing less. So really when I say be a servant is to give back to others. So I always say this. We give before we take. Always. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much like a statement that was implant, implemented into me by my parents and that was given from my ancestors pretty much, right? So it's always helping others no matter what because we have the strength, we have the courage. We're willing to do the due diligence to make sure others live their life with ease no matter what they go through, whether it's tough and hardship or easy as a beautiful, beautiful and fruitful life. So when you live your life according to that purpose, everything becomes easy and natural. There's no 
misunderstandings. There's no bad communication because you know what you get as far as an abundance. Just having a super conversation, you know, makes you happy. As far as seeing others happy, whether someone that doesn't have any money and being able to spend some time with them and getting them a pizza or just making them laugh can change the world for the better. So just knowing that the small things makes the biggest difference as opposed to focusing on the big picture. Yeah, that's the purpose. So just being a servant, always. Guys, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I know, right? I am so proud of the men that you have become. And honestly, like that that is that's just so sweet. I'm I'm really happy that those were if, your answers. If you go back to being grade five, I probably would have said something so stupid because obviously like when you're I probably would have said, Oh, I just want to be rich. <laughs> If I would have done, like pit jokes or something, I don't know. <laughs> jokes. But you know, you know the beautiful part is those like look, we grew up in a time pre-social media where you only had MSN and like Facebook was still a, not even a thing. Like Facebook was just yeah. like you can all you could do is like post on someone's wall. I don't think even Messenger at that point even existed. No, yeah. where, you could, where you could message people. So we were able to expose ourselves to the world without without uh like social media being like watching us 24 7 right but and now the hardest thing with this generation is that not only are they living two lives so now your purpose is kind of a facade because i i was able to mess up without no one like filming me on camera <laughs> ironically yeah. ironically we're, we're filming this we're saying this but like kids and i don't want to sound old they're just it's just a fact Mm-hmm. Just the fact, and I feel like my purpose is I go, I use my experience from the past with like my childish behavior as basically I give back. So like one, some guy in Clubhouse, I was talking to him. He's like six years younger than me. And I'm like, look, I'm like, whatever you're thinking now, I, have, I thought the same thing as you, but I want to tell you that you're think, thinking is wrong. But I'm like, look, I understand where you're coming from. However, you're going to see as you get older, your t- times are going to change. Your purpose is going to change. You say you just want money and girls, believe me, by the time you're 26, that's going to change. <laughs> no but it's so true like your your purpose or like your cause or like the service that you do like that is always going to change it's always going to evolve and I think that like it's most important to just acknowledge that like as long as you are expressing yourself you are experiencing joy and you're also contributing to your community or you're contributing to the betterment of the people around you then that's that's your purpose like that's that's what's happening through your evolution of discovering too, like what you want to uh, hone in on. And there's so many, like there's so many different types of, of um, how can you call them? I guess like archetypes of, of your purpose. Like you could be a teacher, you could be a visionary, you could be an artist, you could be um, a researcher or like an activist. I think my own, my own purpose archetype is as a warrior because I, I, choose to protect people or I choose to advocate for people but like this changes like this can this can evolve especially with like the different things that go on through or the things that you experience like you know when you're in high school obviously your current experiences and the people you have around you are going to influence what you feel is the correct way to express yourself or to do work around, you know? You know, it's funny that you say that because as a kid, I hated when people used to say to me, oh, your friends influence you, your friends influence you. Because I used to think that's oh BS. My. Nope. But obviously that's like the ego in me. Like obviously I'm like, oh no, I know, what, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. Obviously any guy that could agree that like, They've been told that, and their ego obviously overtook that and obviously started making mistakes. However, it's so true at an older age to start realizing that you only want to be with people who value you and who can uplift you. Don't waste your your time with anybody 
who's going to belittle you, who's wasting your time. Like, for example, even on Clubhouse now, if I, if I hear the same stupid conversation with all due respect to hearing this, I just don't want to be on. I could do something better in my life. Yo, you have to set those boundaries, though. And I think that that's really hard for people because, especially when you're younger, you want to be popular, you want to have all the friends, you want to have all of these things going on. And it's like, well, wait a second. Like, are the people around me inspiring me? Are they challenging me? Are they teaching me something? Am I being um, accountable for my actions around these people? Um and is it stimulating? Like, is it mentally challenging, physically challenging? Like, mm-hmm. the people that are around you, literally, I think they say, what is it? Like, the five people around you are, are the people, like, are, are what you become, essentially. Yep, really so Yeah. So if you are, if you're around people who have no ambition or who are talking shit, that it's like, you got to find new people. And that's, that's a challenge, I think, for a lot of people, unless you're um, the type of person to seek out new people. When I was, I don't think, I've, I'm not sure if I've, if I've ever mentioned it on this podcast. I think I might have, but I'll say it again. When I was working for Beats by Dr. Dre as a rep at Best Buy, I remember one of my uh, colleagues was like, he was like, at the time I was 21 or 22, and he was only like 28. So we were, we were eating five guys, and he was like, yo, I have some advice for you. What's so funny? <laughs> You just the details. Like I wrote oh, the oh food details. Hold on, hold on. No. Like I bet this guy still remembers the snacks that were offered when we were yeah. when we were getting tutored. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah, it was cookies and the juices. It was like orange juice, apple Stop juice, it. raisins. Those were the good days. <laughs> we would really cover the snacks. But yeah, also. Well, honestly, like, before I got my story, like, Oreos is all I wanted. Like, I remember, like, you and, um, what's the other guy's name? I forget his name. Gary. 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 Like, we were just, like, <laughs> making, like, we would say the dumbest stuff. It probably made no sense to you and Gary. And you're like, we just want to teach you so we can get a, so we can tell you to go you. <laughs> and go home. <laughs> and go home. And me and Mo were like, at the time, we're like, dude, why are we still in school? Like, the faster we learn, the, the faster we can leave. Philosophy back then didn't age well. <laughs> but you, honestly, did, you did well for what it is. <laughs> that's very true. Honestly, there was videos of us. We, we, we would have went viral. Oh, my goodness. But okay, so question. tell us about Five Guys. What happened yeah, with Five Guys? Anyways, long story short, he started telling me, like, if you start talking about a deep conversation about friends and friendships, he's like, look, you're going to get to a point by the time you're 25, 26, where none of your, your friends now won't be your friends no more. And mind you, I want to say 90% of them I do not speak to no more. Not because they're bad people, just because my values have changed. And that's mm-hmm. why, going back to you said, like, your circle becomes smaller. So you can count your fingers on your front, on, like, five hands. On, like, on your one hand, sorry. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I have, like, I, I used to be such a social, and I still am. I still have a lot, a lot of friends. But the close ones and the ones that I will really spend my time with are the ones that I feel really inspired by or the ones that I feel very, um, yeah, I guess I guess almost challenged. Like, they're the ones that, that really hold me accountable. But it doesn't mean you, you can't be friendly to people. It just means that be mindful and set your boundaries and make sure that you have that time for yourself and that you're spending your time in a meaningful way when you are around people you got to remember like this is literally like we are exchanging energy consistently and you have to be very mindful of who you exchange your energy with because there's a lot of people out there who you know maybe they mean well but they're like they're energy vampires like they just 
they just can't can't see other people do well they can't see other people be happier they can't see other people live out their dreams and they'll try to stop you osama i bet you have an energy vampire in your life because <laughs> the look you are giving me you uh, talked to me about you said one thing i'm i live by the quote uh don't confuse my personality with my attitude my personality is who i am my attitude is how you treat me i will always be nice to anybody that oh, gives me that like gives that. me yeah, that gives you the like. I'm nice to anybody. Whoever you ask, I'm nice. Until you trigger me, I become a grizzly bear. <laughs> I will end your life. Grizzly bear. <laughs> I go from teddy bear. It's like, it's like Pokemon when you evolve from teddy bear to grizzly bear. That's how I become. Otherwise, I'm a nice dude. Don't piss me off. I feel you. I feel you. But again, yeah, that comes down to your boundaries. And I don't know. I think I, I have just like recently been very mindful of the people I have around me, especially yeah. because I realized that I don't want to be the smartest person in the room. I don't want to be, Never. I don't want to be the person that, you know, is, um, is always talking or is always doing yeah. or is whatever. Like I want other people around me who, who are doing bigger things than me. So I, I consistently look for, for that, uh, yeah, and it's been pretty interesting. It's been really cool to see who comes, who comes, the, the beautiful part about this is that, like, I don't know who does it, a universe, source, God, whoever it is, man, but these synchronicities are so crazy. Like, the right people will enter your life at a certain time in your life when you need those people or when you need that experience. And so I am so so freaking grateful for all of the people and all of the experiences, all of my exes, all of like the, you know, ex-employers or all of the people who have done me wrong or have done me right. Like they came into my life at the exact same time that they needed to for me to learn the lessons that I needed to learn. So I think that like those synchronicities are so important to pay attention to and to be grateful for. Um, and yeah, you can just like welcome those people into your life. They are an experience for you, and then you move on. And if they stick around, they stick around. But for most part, it's like an experience, and then that's it. I love how you said that because it's totally true. And I think, like you just said, like the energy, like oh. using that energy on yourself in the right sense and the right timing means mm -hmm. everything. Because as we all know, like especially during high school, you have those friends who are amazing. They're so funny, outgoing, outraged. Will do anything to get everyone's attention. But as you start to get older, you realize that they're not able to adjust to just maturing and just slowing down. So when they realize that life is not going the way they expect it, they think that just being that loud, outrageous kind of person will still get that sense of uh, attraction from everyone else. But once you realize, like, as you get older, once you really want to do, you're going to slow down, take your time, and just be aware of what's going on. And really just adjust very smoothly right and when those people can't really figure themselves out and they just try to i don't know just unleash that unfiltering energy on you you have two choices either continue on with it and whatever happens to you you get lost in the loop or you just step away and do what's best for you so i just think that time of isolation time for yourself to reflect honestly and reflect and with those intentions all those synchronicities like you just said those people that you meet at the right time and you're at some point in your life, it all means something beautiful in the future because those lessons yeah. that you learn and if you utilize it, it's going to be such a beautiful benefit when the time comes for you to, on your next step as far as what's going to manifest <clears throat> itself in the next part of your journey. For sure. Well said. No, for sure. And I think, um, you know, I, I, 
I am going to say it. Like, I hate to say that there was a, a plus side to this whole pandemic or um, whatever has been going on for the past little while. Um, but this isolation, like, really, really knocked me. It really knocked me down because I, before the, like, before the lockdown, I had quit my job. I retired. I was like, I'm done with this job. Like, I want to spend more time um, traveling and gardening and spending time with my family. Like, I don't, I don't want to work anymore. I need to take some time. So then I was expecting to start working again in April and that never happened. Like we went into lockdown and it was just like, okay, like plans are changing. And the one thing, the one thing that I just like primarily focused on was my health, was my body, was my mind, was my habits, my routine, my, um, just individually, what are you doing to take care of yourself? Because if you want to know what brings you the most joy, you're not going to figure that out if you're unhealthy. If you want to know what makes you feel the best, you're not going to figure that out if you are so distracted with all of the stimulants we have in our society, with all of the toxins we have in our body. You're not going to figure that stuff out. You're not going to gain that connection or that clarity if you are filling your body with toxins and not treating it properly. So like the one takeaway and probably like if anyone is feeling stuck or if they are not understanding what their purpose is or what they want to do with their life like the first and foremost like the only thing that you can do and the only thing you are responsible for is taking care of your body and your mind first and I think that people overlook that so much like they want that quick fix they want to take you know the new certification course so that they can jump into this new career and they can get all of these different things and it's like Dude, try, try taking care of your body first. Try just like stepping back and just focusing yeah. primarily on your health and see where it takes you. Because I feel like you get a whole different mindset when you are in a different state of health, of course. Mm -hmm. No, I definitely agree. I think a lot of people don't consider their mental health as a, uh, anymore. Right, like that's why, for example, like a job or a podcast or whatever you were doing, people should take care of their health first. Ensure that you're good. Don't overwork yourself. Like sometimes, mm -hmm. if we, actually there was one episode that never came out, and me and Muhammad didn't upload it because we were out of it. Like we we looked back. First of all, the podcast came out bad, and two, <laughs> we, we, we repeated ourselves like a thousand times, and we're man enough to say we're like, you know what, we're not uploading this. We were working we're, like, at that point. We were like working so hard, mm -hmm. so we just stopped. And even before, like last year, we were uploading three times a week. A lot of people don't know that. Like we would record three times a week and then we, we went to that part like now we're consistent we can do it one time a week mm -hmm. because now we're like on a flow but in the beginning it was hard like it, we were over killing our mental health just to like put up episodes mm -hmm. yeah that pressure is too much i love how you said like we should focus on our body and mind because obviously it makes a big difference now the question i have for both of you guys is the amount of time that you spend obviously what it could be watching your favorite tv show going for walks or anything else if you were to take that amount of time and spend it on yourself, just on the mind alone, the vision that you have of yourself, the end goal, like the Chantel that you see yourself like 20 years from now, if you were to spend that amount of time on yourself every day, just on the mind and body, do you think you become that person quicker? Oh, yeah, 100%. And you know what's so funny is that literally in this past week, I let go of all of my volunteer commitments for the in 15 years I am not spending my time volunteering 
and reclaiming that time for myself because I just acknowledged first off like you're undervaluing yourself when you're committing to that much free work but also imagine what I could do if I had all of that time <laughs> to first off like put into myself yeah. like I mean I don't I don't think I need to like spend too much more time like of the whole self-care thing like I'm pretty good with that I'm pretty balanced with that but more so to invest into my own business to invest into my own um you know it just activities that I want to do like that is that that was a huge shift for me and it's only been a week so <laughs> I can't I can't wait to see what happens in like you know even just a couple of months of reclaiming this time and and having that um more availability, I guess, to, to focus on me, which sounded so selfish to me at first when I was like, oh, I'm going to stop volunteering. And then I was like, dude, I gave up like half, not gave up, but I served half of my life for nonprofits. So I, I think it's time for me to just chill out. <laughs> Sense. <laughs> so I'm going to do that now. <laughs> Yo, Muhammad, repeat your question. The end of the, what was like? Just actually give me a shorter version because, like, I my, my internet got cut, cut, cut out again. This guy. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's wrong. This is the first time. Yeah. So pretty much, my question was, the ultimate version that you have of yourself, Osama. If you were to spend the time just focusing on your mind and daily habits, as opposed to how much time you spend on whether watching TV and other activities yeah. that you do that you think that goes for waste. Do you think you become the ultimate version of yourself quickly? I think anybody will. Chantel said it best. Like, I think you focus on yourself, you'll be the ultimate version of yourself. However, human nature, you're going to do stuff that are lazy, right? But within balance. So a lot of the times, for example, we work too hard one day and then like you take the whole week off because like you overworked yourself. But if you work within balance, which now I'm, I'm getting better at where, like, for example, if I need a break, I'm not going to go on. If I don't want to go on social media, it's not because I'm mad or upset or sad. I just won't go on because I don't feel like it. Or if I don't want to work, I don't want to edit a photo or a video, I just won't do it. Because I feel like when you do something, when you don't want to do it, it is not about no discipline thing. This is just like your mood, your mental health. Because then you, when, when you're not in the right state, you're just not going to feel good doing it. And the product might, might come out pretty bad. So if, But to answer your question automatically, yeah, there has to be a balance between uh, working on yourself. And as, as um, Chantel said, she's like she gave her to like, stop volunteering because for herself which again like i when i was volunteering with the group that we volunteered with, i had to step aside because i felt as if they were asking too many questions they're asking too many like, they're always relying on me for producer and stuff and i'm like you know what there's other people in the group that could do it ask them and that's why i kind of left mm -hmm. no it's so important though and i think i think you're right especially with social media i think that that's the the best thing that people can do is to take a break from being and like I don't I don't have Instagram on my phone anymore. It's as simple as literally just you don't have to delete your account. Just take the app off your phone for a few days, maybe even a week. Just try it. And it's like it makes people feel so uncomfortable. And I think that that's that's the thing. Like if you're feeling stuck, you need to do things that make you feel uncomfortable. And if detaching from social media, maybe um, watching TV or maybe detaching from you know, coffee or alcohol or drugs or whatever it is, like you need to put yourself in that discomfort and just see what, what happens from it. So I'm, I'm a huge advocate for um, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations. I feel like that's the only place that you're going to grow. Um, and for a lot of people these days, our comfort is 
in the eyes of other people. It's in the eyes of social media. It's in the presence of being around mm -hmm. a huge network. And it's like, what happens when you step out and you're by yourself for a little bit? Like, how do you feel about yourself? What are you, what are you doing? Like what's, what's going on um, without, without those distractions or without those bells and whistles, you know? I think a lot of people's mental health isn't personally strong. That's why their purpose is, is a little bit uh, blurry. One and two, I realized with me, I'm speaking about myself, like I have a good mental health, so I know when I just don't want to do something, I just don't do it. Because mm -hmm. I've, I've, I have the chemical imbalances in my head where I'm like, you know what, I just want to chill, I want to go play basketball. If the whole day I'm doing nothing, as long as I'm happy, why are you laughing? Man. No, look, guys, <laughs> this guy got slapped by me yesterday. This guy's so trash. If I could show Chantel how you shoot, oh no! <laughs> are you guys like still at the bloomfield courts where are you guys going yeah bloomfield <laughs> nice. that's like the best uh, yo, that... <laughs> yo listen god saved you because i was roasting and i thought i got cut off bro oh, i'm not sure what god. the hell's wrong <laughs> with my internet but yo you're jinxing it you're trash up bomb your purpose should be to like be humble humble yourself bro this guy said god saved you <laughs> <laughs> It's funny because you're the one getting cut off, though, Osama. So maybe. <laughs> you know what's so funny is my purpose is not to get cut off. Like, this guy would get cut off. Me talking trash, now I'm learning my lesson. I'm feeling his There pain. you go. There you go. Usually it's the other but way around. Know? I always get cut yeah. off, and he's. This <laughs> is pretty funny. Yeah, yeah it's. There, this is the, it's, I don't know why. I'm not sure if it's because. Like, I'm sitting in my mom's room, too, as you guys could see, you know, purple. Pink. <laughs> it's like a nice wall there. Yeah, but um, yeah, Mo, you, uh, your purpose is that you're trash up ball. I hope people are listening to this so far because <laughs> don't lie, don't cap yourself. No, but you know what, Osama, you said it, you made a good point though, because if you don't feel like doing something, like you shouldn't have to for and like that's, I think that's another problem with our sort of like capital capitalistic society that like productivity is the the um measurement you know how busy you are how stressed you are mm -hmm. people people have this Im impression that like you need to suffer every day at work or else you're not working hard enough and it's like i absolutely can't stand that mindset because if you if you are in a place where you're feeling stuck then you need to walk away and you need to, I'm like an, another huge advocate for playing. Like you need to get creative, you need to explore, you need to go out and, you know, like get active, do something where you're having fun to just like keep that energy going and sort of give you that refresher. So yeah, you're doing good. You're doing I, great, kid. Honestly, yeah, I, 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 I can't I can't talk for a lot of people. Obviously, I can talk for myself. And obviously, you said it really, like, really well. A lot of people just have to understand it's okay to take a break. Even when you're working on something. Like, yeah, I know entrepreneurs say you got to work, like, 50 hours a day. That's different. Everybody's built differently. Right? I feel it's okay to take a break within balance. Like, for example, don't overdo it if you're, and, like, don't go and show people 24-7 and then obviously, like, uh, exclude your personal life. Right. But... Within bounds, like have five hours of the day for, for having fun. Like, if you think if you break your time into like three thirds, two thirds of the day you're actually awake, and then one third of the day you're actually sleeping. So if you sixteen hours of a day, you could do whatever you want. If you break it down like properly, you will realize how much time you have, and which how much time you're not doing nothing. So that's basically. And, and well, why do you keep why do you keep laughing? <laughs> 
I feel like a kid again. <laughs> While you're talking, like 16 hours a day productivity, and I'm like, what if you spend 16 hours in the washroom? Just, I just feel like a kid again, just interrupting. It's so funny. <laughs> you, you, you know what I remember? You know what I remember? I don't know why I remember this memory, but we were in. Do you guys remember what Stoke really well? It was like Miss Ferguson's class. I remember Miss Ferguson. I remember. Yeah. I think I, I was. I think I remember it was at like the science room. That's like the big science room, and I, I remember. Uh, you were, it was me, you, Gary, and uh, Mo. And I remember, like, you guys, like, the whole day we did nothing. All I remember is, like, we were eating snacks and we were making you laugh the whole time. And looking back, I'm like, yo, I don't know how you were able to uh, have so much patience with, like, 11 years old <laughs> who were going crazy. Like, the whole time, me and Mo were like, we, we didn't even get past, I, I remember we didn't even get past the first question. And then our teacher, Ms. Osborne, at the time, got so mad. She's like, yo, what did you guys learn? We're like, we just had Oreos. <laughs> You learned how many Oreos you could shove in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, well, the man who's the, the man that is the man you see today. I uh, am very proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how I had so much patience. But you know what? It is almost like I don't really remember that. I think I may have like blocked those memories from the trauma acquired from having to like <laughs> deal she, with, she, with all that stress. She, she went to high school. She's like. Those two assholes. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh come on, you guys weren't that bad, I'm playing, honestly. I'm playing, I'm playing. No, I'm playing. I, I think though too, like it's um, yeah, they're just all funny experiences, man. Like I, it's it's almost like it's such a blur. Like it's like you you go through so many of these things in your life, and you're just like, whoa, that happened. You know, I remember that. Mm. Or like, you know, uh, Mo, you were telling me the other day um, when you saw me at that like eco festival or whatever, and I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah, like I forgot about that. Like you know, there's like all these different memories and versions of you that other people remember. So it's kind of interesting to hear. Another story I remember, I remember it was like when we, when we both found out we were both Palestinian. I don't know why for the longest time I thought I was the only Palestinian in the school. And yeah. I was happy about it. And I remember like, you're Palestinian too? <laughs> Jeez, I was so hyped. You know what though? Because when I was younger, I didn't necessarily uh, um, advertise that I was Palestinian, you know? Like I, I just remember especially also being really confused by the whole, you know, political situations there and, you know, mm -hmm. having an Israeli passport and not necessarily understanding, like, what does that mean? Like, what, why, why is it that I'm going to Israel and not Palestine? Like, when you're younger, you don't, like, you don't really understand those things. But now, like, in the past few years, that's another way that I've been able to find a little bit more of my purpose in advocating is, um, was when I traveled back there and I was teaching English for a little while. Um, I went back and kind of just explored a lot more in the last summers and it just kind of fueled my inspiration for for the cause and and reconnecting me to my culture though too which has been so beautiful like it's been so much fun and so um, uh, powerful I think like it's so beautiful. Ask you is because mm -hmm. obviously we're talking about living with the purpose but at the same having a positive impact and you keep stressing about having a positive impact whether it's relationship life and and as we all know like we talked about throughout the whole episode we live in a society where it's like a constant rat race like everyone's focused on the nine to five and it's just that cycle relooping over and over again and through that we're never able to go on vacation so you're just tired and stressed out like i always thought how ridiculous it is the fact that most couples who have families going on uh, vacations once like every five to 15 years and 
in between those breaks, like your parents, they get really stressed out, a lot of different things and all these circumstances that most people have to face. Now, you said that it is positive, possible to have a positive impact in the workforce and just the culture overall. Oh, yeah. How would you change it? How would you change the culture and the workforce that we live in currently today as far as the rat race? It's... Um, I think that in order to save humanity or the collective, it is such a uh, individual journey. Like, I think that we need to work on ourselves in order to create that collective impact, uh, to create a positive contribution. And what I mean by that is that we are all going to be, you know, uh, business owners or uh, parents or um, consumers or we are we are all going to participate in the collective economy or the collective community so how we have a relationship with ourselves is the starting point if we are aware that absolutely every action that we have can either create a positive impact or a negative impact we're going to be more mindful with absolutely every dollar we spend absolutely every word we speak you know a lot of people don't understand that ripple effect and with every single action you take it could be a smile to a stranger it could be supporting a particular business it could be you know even just the words that you exchange with uh, your partner it's one of those things that once you acknowledge your power and the amount of impact that you have i believe that we can have the the choice to make a positive impact now for corporations and um you know, I guess like businesses and things like that, they have a bigger role to play, but it's not going to change unless the consumers demand it. And that's where I believe that uh, us as individuals, we have so much power. We vote every single day with the dollars that we spend. And I think that right now with the fact that information is literally at our fingertips, we, we need to take it upon ourselves to ensure that we are voting for the world that we want to see. Like we know that fast fashion exists and there are sweatshops around the world and people are literally dying. The environment's getting polluted from all of the fast fashion out there. Why in the world are we still supporting these brands? You know, is it convenience? Well, we need to check ourselves. We need to tell ourselves like, wait a second, do we actually need that? Or do we value another person's life more than the latest fashion trend that's gonna be so disposable? So I think that like, it really does come down to, again, like when you take care of your body and your mind, you're coming back to yourself, you're acknowledging your power, you're standing in your power, and you're acknowledging that every single move you make can be a positive one. I, I really emphasize that, especially for the people who are in a position where they offer a business or a service. There are so many ways to just look and do an inventory of what your business is actually doing and what you guys could do to make a more positive impact or to give back to your community like we saw it over this pandemic how many billions of dollars did these already billionaires make what did they give back so we really need to start holding people accountable for that and we need to start looking at how businesses can be a little bit more creative i'm not saying for them to give all their money away and not make a profit there are ways to be creative and have um, corporate social responsibility while still making a profit while still practicing in a thriving economy having a social enterprise and having more 
just more responsibility, more accountability to the community that you're serving. I think, I think we need to own up on that. Like we really need to own that a little bit more as a community. Did I answer your initial question or did Chantel. I just go off on a whole tangent? <laughs> I don't know if Osama agrees. That was the most well-rounded answer on Waze. I was, I, I was going to say. That is like the greatest answer on Waze. Like that is I was, ascending you, youth sound. That is. You, you took wow. the words out of my mouth. You took the words out of my mouth. Because in my head, I was like thinking, I'm like, I'm in deep thought of, what deep, you, of everything she was saying. Thought. That is like the best answer on Waze. <laughs> Like that's a we're gonna take I'm, that and frame it. Like everywhere you just said, oh we're gonna like frame gosh. it on the wall. Like, <laughs> that's the greatest answer, easily on ways. <laughs> but you know what? Like honestly, like I I can't emphasize it enough. Like we forget how much power we have, and that's like the one thing I feel like people need to own again. Like we need to take back our power, and our power is literally our time, our energy, our words. Our time translates to the money that we get back after we spend that energy working for someone. So. Like your power is also your money. It's also your gifts and your creativity. Hone in on your power and stand in it. Like that's what we need now. We don't need people to sit down and shut up. We need people to stand up and to actually um, shine their light and not be afraid to shine their light because like it's a freaking dark place out there, man. <laughs> like, we need some beacons here. So I'm I'm honored that you said that though. That's a really that's a really sweet response. No, I was it's like the truth. <laughs> I was like Chantel. I was like Chantel. You need to like come back to the question. Like, what did they ask? Like, go back to what they were saying. That was incredible. <laughs> sometimes I get a little lost. Sometimes that is incredible. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful answer. That is easily the best answer on ways. Definitely one rounded. Top five for sure. And I think I think no. I think it's I think it's top three answer. Top three, yeah, easily. Ooh. We do a debate of the top five, top ten, whatever. Definitely in the top three for sure. That was just a beautiful answer. You know, you know what, you know what the bottom three is of someone on our podcast. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> I, you know who I'm gonna call out? A boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's it. This guy said the dumbest thing on our podcast, and what he said did not live on to be true. Did not age well whatsoever. Whatsoever. Oh, no. <laughs> so to give context, people who are listening, we had an episode. I think, I think this is episode sixteen about 16. Vince Carter. Yeah. How do you remember all of the numbers? Go ahead. Honestly, I think like when you when you start recording, you start remembering like podcasts that pop up to you. And I remember in that conversation, he was like, "Name your top five Raptors players." Right? I named mine. He named Mo named his. This guy, Pascal Siakam, was number five. This is mind you, anybody. This is before the uh, season came back. Before the playoffs. And then, before the playoffs, right? And then we see how Siakam like played. He was like his top five Raptor. He put him over Chris Bosch, Demar Rosen, all these other good players. And then uh, he was like, "Oh, bro, watch, watch. He's gonna kill it this season." This guy made us lose the whole season. Age well, and yeah, that's the point. Some guys but, obviously are very well known. But you say, I'm so happy my answer was better than that. No, but I, I just want to say, all jokes aside, I feel like your answer was like well rounded. but also really, like, I feel like also maybe our chemistry also kind of add down to the whole conversation. It's a whole topic which is really important to myself, and I guess to, all, to both of you as well, which is, I feel people should definitely hear it. We spoke about it before, but it's different because now we have a third voice talking about it, and obviously with the positive impact. Now, I, I, I stress, I want to say one thing. When we say be positive, we're not saying that it's 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 not okay to be sad. We're not saying that. It's okay. When, oh, the, God, no. when you're going through negative stuff, be optimistic that things are going to get better. Because if you have that negative mindset, you're just going to be upset and sad. Which, by the way, changes your purpose, changes the way you look at life. And remember, I, I, remember, uh, I saw this beautiful quote where 
someone who is happy and is already going through a great stuff, not, like he's already happy. However, someone sad is going through the worst time of his life, but it's still positive. That's even a better mindset because no matter no matter what he's going through, he still has that positive mindset, which I want to put out there. A hundred percent. That's so true. And I think that there's a lot of this, like, um, what is it? Toxic positivity or whatever they're calling it. Uh-huh. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not sugarcoating and saying that, you know, you should be an oil company that's like, you know, saying, oh, well, at least we're doing this and whatever. No, like if you're, if you're upset, if you're having stuff that you're going through, if you are experiencing things that hurt you, you have to accept them. You have to acknowledge them. You have to process them. But those also show you the contrast. Those are there to show you what you don't want. And so you're able to focus on what you do want. So if you acknowledge that in that state, you're sad and you don't like how that feels, or you're in a job and you don't like how that feels, that's there to show you the contrast. So you're able to say, the job that I do want looks like this, and I feel like this in that position. So it really does... You know, you, you have to you have to use those emotions. You have to feel those emotions for sure. Agreed. Yeah, the, the the toxic positivity though, like that's um that's been going around a lot lately because people are just like, suck it up, it's gonna get better. It's like, yo, bro, like people are hurting out there too. You gotta I'm, hold space for them. I'm not gonna lie. I could have stayed quiet this whole time and let you speak, and you would have influenced me this whole time. Like I'm not, I'm not even lying. <laughs> I agree. I could I could I could just put your whole like tape alone and let people hear all the gems that you're dropping and disclaimer we love your bossy (laughs) (laughs) episode is not trash it's still a worthy episode to listen to all right so it's an amazing episode but hey look we just he just he just said one thing that just didn't age well so that's it for anyone wondering (laughs) poor guy honestly i have to roast i feel like if you love someone you roast them but i mean they can they can roast me back he roasts me all the time he's a nice guy really nice guy just it's done with love. It's done with love. Facts. <laughs> it's the same way when I roast small, but it's like old habits. You know, like how old you are. I'm and young. He's still positive about it. I'm how young. old are you? Guys, 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 be careful with the old jokes, okay? We were talking about how I used to tutor you. I just told you I turned 30, okay? It's a very fragile Congrats. time. Congrats. <laughs> Hold on. I want to say, I actually thought you were a lot younger. I don't know why I thought you were like two years older than me. Really? How old am I? I don't want to know. Don't answer that question. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm 26. I'm 26. So people, like, I'm 26. Okay. Okay. Right? But you, you look young to me. <laughs> yeah. You know. But the reason why, I just want to, I just want to clarify before we end up the podcast. The reason why I say he's old is because this guy did the dirtiest thing to me. Last year to stop running yeah. me. <laughs> I'm calling you up, bro. Saba, we got to learn to let things go. <laughs> grizzly bear <laughs> <laughs> right, for another time <sighs> i did something pretty dirty to osama i think like three weeks ago when i locked you out the car Uh-oh. oh yeah you did in the weather it was like a snowstorm oh that was another i think that was another one was he thinking of something else no this was like a snowstorm yeah. like three weeks ago honestly i feel like when we more roast each other it's about laughter like we just laugh like i've done things to him that he, that he gets mad at and i don't <laughs> he does he does things to me that i get mad at him but i still love him He's always influenced me. He's, he's always influenced me to be a better person. Good. Cool question. Which though. Is, you said you're 30 now, right? So obviously, a lot of people have the mindset like when you're in your 20s, it's time for you to explore, go through different things. When you're in your 30s, it's time to settle down and everything. Is that true? And also, what are you looking for? I guess as far as your 30s. Oh, what a great question. You know what? I was I was a little butt hurt before about turning 30, Why? and like age age was never 
I don't know. It was kind of just one of those things, like, because I guess it's like, a, it's a decade, you know, and it really just like a decade comes to an end. You're starting something new. You sort of look back and you're like, is this where I actually wanted to be when I was like 20 or whatever? Truth is you're never going to be where you thought you were going to be way back when. Mm -hmm. And when you're in your twenties, you're so confused and you're not necessarily embodying your true self, especially in society today. Like I feel like we're very influenced by so many other things and, um, very influenced by like the planning of things like you know like when I was younger I was like oh yeah like gonna be married with a house and kids when I'm 25 and I'm just like fuck that I'm gonna go buy myself a van and drive across the country like you know I'm not I'm in a completely different mindset from when I was younger and it's really interesting to um just embrace that. Like, I think thirties are going to be, I think they're, they're going to be the best time of my life. Cause I feel more, more centered in myself, more, um, aware of what I like, what I want to do and, and what I want to experience. So I'm looking forward to it. Now I am excited about it. It took me a while, but I am excited now. That is such <laughs> a beautiful answer. Osama, <laughs> do you know how I feel about that answer? <laughs> how do you feel about that answer? <laughs> Thank you, Grandma. Thank you, Grandma. You, Osama, he sent me out. <laughs> okay, what happened was you know what? Whatever. No, what happened Whatever. was <laughs> guys. I spent my life tutoring. I gave all my patience to you. <laughs> this is the thanks I get. Osama, <laughs> Whatever. Osama's supposed to do with me. <laughs> I'm too nice of a guy, bro. This guy made me laugh. Because while you're such a beautiful <laughs> and then I'm like on the count of three, we're gonna it say is... thank you, Grandma. <laughs> can, I, can I say? It can is... I say? It Sorry. is Grandma wisdom, though. I'm not gonna lie. I am an old soul. I'm totally fine with it. Can I say one thing? That you kind of sparked an idea in my head. <laughs> this guy. Not to be an asshole. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, if he ever sees us, just gonna kill us, dude. Just gotta run. I was, uh, yeah, I can't run no more. I have bad news, bro. But I was just saying one thing. I'm the old one. Look at you. I I'm not lying. Like when I go to the gym, I I feel fine. When I do cardio, I hate cardio. I don't want to run. I don't want to do no cardio. I, I'm already skinny as it is. Say <laughs> out on to your point. If I look back when I was 20. I remember telling myself, oh, by 26, I want to have a mansion. I want to have this. I think a lot of the times we set unrealistic goals, which, mind, with, mind you, what it does mansion is... Mansion by 26? Yeah, but hold on. Let me, let me, let me explain. Let me explain. Let me explain. In Oakville? In Oakville? No, not, not, like, not in, in Oakville. Like, I actually, my goal was to be by, like, was to be in, like, in the States by 26. However, when you put stuff in your mind, have timelines, and they're expiry dates. So if you don't, if they expire and you don't do them, you, you motivate yourself. So I kind of learned at a really older age that... Just have it goal set, and it doesn't matter where you attain it. Like if you look at people who have like um, J.K. Rawlings or Mark Heap and all the other good people, if you look at their story, they didn't become successful or their turn to success until older age. Exactly. Right. So they were they were really suffering for 15, 10 years. Even Kevin Hart, I remember he? I was watching one of his uh, stories, and he said um, for almost twelve years he's been working no big money, but for the only past six years is when he was making that good money. Right. Exactly. And people for, and people forget like the years prior to that. So that kind of captivated me. And I, I want to say that. I think though, that's something that happened because I acknowledge that like 10 years had passed from like 20 to, to now. That was so much time. 
Like if I if I am able to accomplish half as much as what I did, you know, when I was younger, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to accomplish like double as much, right? Because now I'm even more like whatever set up to do that but like that's a lot of time and even like when it comes to like finding your partner or finding whatever else it's like you're gonna spend your whole life with them like you know it doesn't it doesn't matter when that happens like just embrace it enjoy it <clears throat> whether it's a career a partner or a house or whatever else like there's so much time we're surrounded by abundance so i'm we're no worries over here grandma is not worried <laughs> <laughs> no it's true it's true and the thing is like colonel sanders oh, didn't become gosh. famous until the age of 65 right so it's possible for anyone um, I, I don't know if he's one to look up to, though. Maybe we should. <laughs> maybe for other reasons, we shouldn't. Yeah. We shouldn't bring him as like an influence. <laughs> Honestly, um, or even like, or, what's his, what's up, Mar uh, Morgan? Morgan Freeman got his big break at like what, fifty three, fifty five? Yeah, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> really? So I feel. Jackson. Yeah, he. he a lot of these guys didn't get. If you think about it, right? You like, if, for example, Chanta. If you become sex, like, actually, first of all, let's define success. Success contingent on your own definition, right? Right. Yeah. If you ask your parents, "Are you successful?" They'll probably say, "Yeah," because success has nothing to do with money or like happiness. Or it's just basically, to you, what I'm, whatever I'm doing, I'm passionate about it. This is my purpose. I love what I do. Right. Mm. Now, if you achieve everything that you want to do, right? About success, doesn't matter how long you take you. But people, what they tend to forget, your the. Uh, the far ones, oh, well, Chantal ever had it bad. Chantal ever had it this. But your close ones know how where, where, what you have to do to get to this point. Mm -hmm. People always forget and tend to forget these struggles mm -hmm. because they only see the success and the fame and the glory. Mm -hmm. And I feel there's a big stigma on that. Like, because, like, a lot of people get mad. Oh, why am I struggling now? I'm like, you can't succeed without failure. You have to keep failing to get that success. It's part of, it's part of life. For sure. No, I definitely agree with that. See, I'm I'm a good guy. See, I'm I don't think she's a gringo, Sama. <laughs> no, I do. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. But then I also want to just like put on top of that. It's that like, I I personally, for me, like my own success, I um I have measured it in a particular way. Like I do have like this ideal vision. I do have my goals. Uh -huh. I do have these certain things. But I do acknowledge that I'm the type of person like <clears throat> I will continually be adding to that list like i don't think that it's ever no, like i've reached this level of success i can stop like i feel like no, 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 i no. always always want to be in that I, place where i'm like growing and changing i, I don't think i'm saying you know which i definitely agree i think the yeah. more your palate opens like the more you uh want to achieve which is obviously fair <laughs> yeah you well, young it's, it's all a lie <laughs> you know what else Yo, look, mo you be successful whenever you put your mind to something. That's it. When I feel like doing something, I could do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. The, but are you able to use hundred percent of your capacity of your brain? Whenever I feel mm -hmm. like it, man. If I want to be the president, all I gotta do is just turn on that thought. I'll be the president next year. Thank it's an inside joke between one of our friends. The you keep saying that. In of who it where? Not our belief. We're just joking. Uh, oh, okay. Like Osama said, one of our best friends. He has this old age belief, and it's so ridiculous and funny. He believes that hey. I don't need goals. I don't need to like define my success and what I want and stuff. Whenever I want to use my mind and put my thought into something, I could do it just like that. A hundred percent. You know, to each his own, I guess. I I don't want to, I don't know the guy. If I, if I saw the guy and his resume and his capacity and whatever else, then maybe I would have another opinion, but I'll I say mean, one thing. Uh -oh. 
He makes me laugh. He makes he makes it like no no no. I love I love him. I love it. I'm not saying nothing bad. But he'll he'll make, like he you know certain people don't make an impression on you, good or bad. Right. He will make an impression. Like he will make sure like you will remember this kid. Okay. That's how he will make he makes an impression on you. The entertainer. Pretty much, yeah. That in that sense. But as far as like he's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. As far as the results, no, that hasn't worked. <laughs> as far as the method. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay but like people people find their way though too and i think that like you know if and and even if they don't like that's their way you know it's kind of just what happens you're only in control of what you can do your own reaction your own response your own actions so bro so trippy she said the same thing you said uh in the first social media episode great minds think alike or maybe you watched their episode not, before she came on i'm, I'm not I'm not even lying. He said the same exact thing, just worded differently. It's exact same. No, I didn't actually. I only watched a couple. I listened to a couple of your episodes. Not gonna lie, but they were the later, later on ones. No, but this episode was never like. It was on YouTube. This this was only like two years ago. Two years ago of this year, actually. But yeah. (laughs) Pretty chipping. They might take a like. You said that. He said that two years ago. But actually, um, one question I have for you, probably like one of the final questions, is we're talking about living with the purpose, right? Now, obviously, everyone has their own purpose, what they want to do in life. But along the way to becoming that person you want to be, as far as your ideal vision, you have to learn how to work with others. You have to learn how to treat others with respect. What is the importance of learning how to work along with others while becoming the person you want to become? Because people mostly point out like, oh, I could be like Trump and just be rude to everyone and dictate how I want to live and still become that grand version of myself is that true or do you still have to be uh beautiful and kind to others just to get that reception back no matter what mm-hmm. okay two things came up when you asked that question first uh you can't do it alone you know you're always going to you're always going to need a community you're always going to need a support system a network of of people around you. And like, I know that there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I'm just gonna go live off in the middle of the woods and not care about anyone. It's like, you will not survive. Like you will not have the means for all of the things that you need in order to survive. Second, I'm a very, very firm believer in that you you are a reflection of the people that are in your lives. So for that reason, I will always show up with with love, with kindness, with my heart forward because that's how I expect people to come into my life as well and I don't um you know there's so there are so many people in the world that like you could look up to and I think it's sweet I think it's nice you don't necessarily know them though so I really like to keep my idols um not so much on a pedestal like I don't really like to like I'm inspired by a lot of really amazing people I'm reading. Like I always read a lot of books and the one I'm reading right now is like, it's super inspiring and I would love to be that type of person, but it's the cer- certain characteristics that I want to exhibit. I don't want to be that person. I want to have those certain characteristics and then hopefully bring those to my community, to my own network. So I think it's, um, yeah, I, I think it's, uh, I think there's a lot of interesting people out there. You have to be really, again, mindful of your energy, but then mindful of like who you want in your circle. So taking those traits and, and reflecting them out and hopefully getting them back in. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. I feel like this is like, a, you know, there's, um, 
what are those like beauty the beauty pageants or whatever where they ask the contestants all the different questions <laughs> and the judges have to say like you did great <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> what a beautiful answer it's great <laughs> you still there I'm, I'm in deep thought bro every uh -oh. every answer i'm in deep thought but what book, triggered well, what book are you currently reading right now um, I am reading Wild by Cheryl Strayed. So I have a new goal this year, actually. Can I tell you my new goal? Of course. Sure. Um, I am going to be hiking the Bruce Trail. So it's 900 kilometers from Niagara to Tobamori. It's going to be about 30 days of hiking 30 kilometers per day um, on average. So I figured 900. for my 30th. 900. So I figured for my 30th year, this was the perfect way to really physically and mentally challenge myself. Um, and the book that I'm reading is about the woman who did the Pacific Crest Trail, which was, I believe, 4,000 kilometers or 3,000 kilometers um, on the like California coast and throughout America, like on the Western coast in America. So I'm reading her book right now about her journey and how she did it by herself and uh, it's really awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, they're like so, 900 kilometers. They're at 30 days. You said in 30 August. Per, that's 30, amazing. 30 kilometers per day. Yeah. You have that's, to document that. Of course, of course. And and I mean, we'll see. We'll see how quick we go. Like I mean, it could be a little quicker. It could be a little slower. There could be beach days. There could be whatever days. Kind of just gonna see how it goes. But um, that's the the intent, at least right now to get yourself mentally prepared, prepared for that besides reading the books um i've just been really challenging myself with longer distance hikes increasing my running increasing my biking um a lot of strength training i'm gonna start um i need to get some new gear but i'll start hiking with the gear so that i can get used to carrying um a significant amount of weight while doing long distance hikes as well um and then i think it is yeah i guess it's like they always say that um, when you go on these types of trips, like it's going to make you fit, like it's going to make you, um, you're going to condition your body as you go. But I do want to be in at least um, relatively great shape for <laughs> when I start. You guys can you guys can join along the trail. You can. Come uh, to you, well, I got to go to recital, you know, that night. <laughs> All, all throughout August. I'm watching Osama play the piano. Hold on. Swing some, like, I don't know. I'll do So Stevie Wonder. Uh -oh. Osama. We won't hear what Osama's going to do. It must yeah. be not a good idea. But actually, that that's incredible. Like, that's amazing. Because I know a lot of people talk about doing kind of things like, oh, I'm going to go hiking. I'm going to do this and that and stuff. But to actually put... To actually do it, it's incredible. Just the thought, like I'm actually gonna do it. I'm gonna stick to it. I'm gonna do everything I need to do to be ready for it. It's just, once again, I applaud you for it, and I can't wait to see the process and just that overall ambition, that nature, like you said, that fire comes from somewhere, mm -hmm. and the fact that it came from, like you said, during that time in Ghana, same what I went through with the kids, to where you are now, everything leads to this moment. Flavors and that flares, it all aligns with the purpose. So that's. I'm about to say one thing. I'm actually down to go hiking in the summertime. Okay. That's a lie. <laughs> That's a it's lie. Not, yeah, it's not <laughs> a lie. I went, I went hiking. Chantel, this guy couldn't <sighs> go hiking at 16 Mile Creek. 
Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop, stop the cap, stop the cap. Someone when I want to go, no, stop the cap. I hate What's nature, hundred percent true. But hold on, hold on. Let me. Yeah. Why are you saying that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Just hold on one second. I went, I went hiking with one of my friends. Who always goes hiking, so I, I know I can trust somebody who knows the trails, who knows what he's doing. By all means, I went twice. I went in uh, Albion Falls in Hamilton, and I went in Mount Nemo in like Burlington. The guy, the thing he's talking about is <laughs> one of my friends took us to. And by the way, because of him, I got an infection on my neck. I got a cyst on my neck because of him. Because I went to some area that I got a, a bad reaction to, and I had to go and do an ultrasound. I'm like, all oh, because of the stupid thing you made me go to. Shut now up. I have to, it's the same guy. Yo, no. Are yeah, you the boy? It's the same guy. And I remember that whole time I was complaining. I was so I was upset. Just, it, it, was was it was not a hike. It was not a hike. It was not a hike. But I am going to go hiking. He said it was a hike. We got to shift that. We're going to get you prepared and empowered to feel comfortable out in nature. We also need you to come to a place of gratitude because when you say you hate nature, then homie, whoa, I want whoa, you whoa. to stop. I, I want agree. you to stop breathing then, please. And stop okay. drinking water. Yo, nature is not just outside. Nature is uh, everything we need to survive. Don't this get me guy, started on Mama Earth. <laughs> This guy, not, this guy did not. This guy did not do like that, bro. All these nature, nature people was. Oh my god, you hate nature. I don't hate nature, but ladies and gentlemen, I, I just, I just, I just like me, bro. Like this guy took me up <laughs> in the area. I don't like nature, but I like me. <laughs> what type of mean? <laughs> it means You're that when, you are stardust. You are nature, my friend. You're made of the same things the thing is, that are in the forest. Look, Chantel, I'll be honest with you. If you went with us that day, you would have the same exact reaction. I don't think so, because I literally go around barefoot in the forest, and I love life. Facts. This is true. <laughs> bro, Mo, you were complaining after. Uh, on the way back, this guy was so... Yes, you were. I have the videos, where I'll expose you. I love nature. <laughs> I'm always in nature. You know, I, I just want to say... I just want to say... I just want to say... Well, well, it about... doesn't mean that you can't be uncomfortable in nature. Of course you can be uncomfortable in nature. That's fine. I would hike. Well, well, I, I, I have proof. I have proof. I go hiking with people who know what they're talking about. Not with someone who almost got who almost got me a bad infection. <laughs> True but fact, I by still, the way. I still don't understand how that happened. Um, I'm sorry that you experienced that. However, I think that we should have a field trip to the forest to help you hey, regain look, your connection look, with Mother. My, my, well, look. Until you until you stop doing errands, you can talk. <laughs> so whenever Mo is done his errands, we will go for a nature adventure. I just want to say one thing. You know, every time I ask him to go on a hike, when he says to me, "Oh, bro, I gotta, I gotta go get some stuff from Superstore." Oh, really? At the moment, I want to go on a hike. I don't go to Superstore. Oh, rewind. Oh, oh, uh, oh, yo, bro, we're playing basketball outside. Oh man, yo, my knee hurts. I'll come and watch though. I said my knee hurts. I'm usually playing. You guys, <laughs> this is but literally look, the exact same thing I had to deal with when I was tutoring you guys. Was back look, and forth. We couldn't get through anything. You just keep chirping one another. So I'm happy that nothing has changed. But boys, nothing has changed. <laughs> look, I think I think that that's what bounces our podcast out though. Is like we have fun on this. We're still ourselves. And I think that's why people come to see us because they always expect something different between every episode is a different episode. So yeah, I'll say right. that. I got exposed now. Now people are gonna come to me and say, "Oh, Sami, you hate nature." 
Yeah, seriously. My, my, my DM's already blowing up, bro. I can already I can already see these people like texting me. All all my people are gonna come after you. They're gonna be like, why the heck were you on this podcast with these nature haters? <laughs> So, I won't be able to promote this one, guys. It won't be able to go to my network. <laughs> we'll definitely make sure to have, like, I don't know, a special, I don't know, disclaimer before the episode. <laughs> <laughs> For everyone that's going to be true. tuning in. <laughs> but no, this is, this is a really good time. I'm actually really happy that we did this. And I'm so honored that you guys um, reached out. And I think, I guess... I think this was all triggered because I saw you when I was biking Osama. So I told you those synchronicities, man, they all line up and it all oh, works out. <laughs> it's yeah. Well, honestly, I'm going to say this, even though we told you this personally, Chantel was one of the first guests that mean Mohammed thought of even having on our podcast Aww. yet at the time, at the time we didn't know when the project was going to start yet. And things were kind of slowing down, but at the, but when we started first, like we started like going, going with the flow, seeing how the podcast was, and then like like almost a couple of years ago when we started talking, we were so happy that basically our dream three years ago kind of came to fruition now. So yeah, I love I want it. To say that. that was like that melted my heart when you told me that. I was just like, guys, I didn't realize yeah. that my math skills gave you that much um, uh, inspiration to have Honestly, me on your podcast. I think it's because. <laughs> I think it's because if I think for you, you kind of allowed us to be kids and like allowed us to fool around. So you kind of like gave us the time to like be childish. I think anybody else would have kind of would have got fed up with our shit. Like, okay, yo, do the work. But you would play with us. You would give us your time. You were really patient, by the way. I don't know how you were patient. Anybody else would probably slap us. They're like, yo, of course, of course, <laughs> like, yo, do the work. So yeah. No, but, I yeah. appreciate that. Thank you for building my patience. Maybe you guys helped me hone in on on me doing that. <laughs> Yeah. take some stake in that but once again Chantel, thank you for coming on today's up one of the favorite guests of all time one of the best episodes one of the Ooh. best discussions and i know for a fact our audience and new listeners are going to enjoy this where can they follow you and reach you out if they have any questions i want to build a conversation or even learn from you on different subjects Awesome. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram uh, at Chantel underscore OM underscore. And on Facebook, I'm Chantel O'Kell. Um, I will be launching a new website soon with some new projects coming up as well. So I'll make sure to share the links. Also new to Clubhouse. So that's really fun. Thank you Follow so much on Clubhouse. for that. Welcome, <laughs> yeah. welcome, welcome, welcome. That's yeah, been so much fun lately. So yeah, definitely on there. Um, yeah. I think you can find me under the same thing, Chantel OM or something like that. What we're gonna sh out? we're gonna shout out all your links in the bottom of the description below, and I'll make sure to cool. shout you out on uh, cool, cool, Clubhouse cool. And, and IG and everything. Chantel, thank cool. you for coming. This means a lot to me and Mo. Thank you for having me, guys. This was great. We should do this again. Of course. Facts. <laughs> like I said in the beginning, like you're known for so much different things. I just want to oh. like cover one part at a time, right? So after yeah. my hike, I'm coming back. Of course, I'll tell you, you all about all about what happened in the 30 days in nature. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you so much once again. Cool. Make sure when you close, when you hang up, do not close the browser. Okay. It's gonna be uploading. Okay. So once it says 100% completed, then you can close the browser as far as the tab itself. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, guys. See you. I will see you. I'm going to hang up now. No problem. Have a good night. You too. Yo, I just want to say one thing.
so funny. Yo, I saw you. I wanted to do that to you, bro. You're like, yo, or I can't <laughs> on the count of three yo six, honestly uh, thank you grandma yo I, I i want to say it but i was laughing so i couldn't compose myself because i'm ready to t- first of all I, I just want to tell everybody I, w- I want to keep this can we keep this oh we are gonna keep this yeah so i want to yeah. see what muhammad texted me and by the way guys if you're, this is like because sometimes we text each other to like basically like just for timeline specifics i'm always like you okay <laughs> internet lol also i'm gonna get an android <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, uh, go f yourself. And then he's like, yo, when, when so talking about Chantel, when that one of our favorite people of all time, she's like, when she's done talking, let's see. On the count of three, thank you, grammar. In my head, by the way, this is all pre-planned, right? So in my head, I'm like, um, okay, I'll say it. But me and Mo have a tendency we can make each other laugh just by looking at each other. So I'm looking at this guy smiling, and I'm like dying. And then yeah. The guy sold me out. <laughs> the thing is, like her answer was beautiful. It was about the answer. It's about the question, like your twenty versus your thirties, and what you're looking forward to in your thirties. And yeah. I'm like, okay, like when she's done, I'm gonna count with my fingers, and then we're gonna say it. So when I'm counting my fingers, I knew you're laughing, and I'm like, is he gonna say it? But I'm like, either way, let me just go for it, right? Because I know he's gonna join regardless. And when he didn't join, and she looked, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, she feels like you're the ass. She's like, like, what an asshole, bro. But honestly, I want to say it's from the bottom of my heart, Chantel. Like, thank you for coming. I don't think I don't think you really know how much. Like, you're not even like. You're, I hope you're still listening to this because you mean like so much. You were literally the first guest Mimo I've ever thought of, and like, had we were able to make contact before, we would have. But you know. It happens to be this now, and this is going to be one of be my favorite episodes for people to listen, even though now after all you nature people, I want to say out there, please oh don't, <laughs> don't. Don't attack my DMs. Don't attack Osama. He loves nature. <laughs> Yo, no, they're not going to believe this part. They're going to see what you said. It's like, yeah, it's going to hit nature. It's going to hit nature. If you want to hear the story about what Mo was talking about, let us know. We'll actually talk about it. Of course. Because, we yeah, have, we because, we, because I can't like we have the footage. Yeah, we have the footage. We have the footage. <laughs> and we have Snapchats of me getting cheesed. But yeah. no, a beautiful episode. Once again, Chantel. Love it. Amazing, it. lovely personality, knowledge, wisdom, everything she dropped as far as the jewels. So much to digest. And it's one of, like her her answer. It was the most well-rounded answer on ways. So me being like, I know we're co-hosts, but like you say, always say like, I take time to give out my antics. I'm always like enjoying myself as like a fan. So while we're supposed to do an interview, I'm just enjoying myself because when you hear these people with their specialized knowledge and what they know, it's so special. You just sit back and relax. It's like as if you're just a member, part of the audience, just taking the notes. Yeah. That's how I feel. So when I heard her answer, I'm just mesmerized by everything she said. You know, it's funny because like, you know how you always say every guest that comes on kind of sets up a, uh, uh, sets a bar essentially. Yep. And for Chantel to do that is amazing because one, I was like, like I'm, not, I'm barely using deep thought to be honest with you. Barely. Like sometimes people will say stuff, but I'll catch myself. But she was saying a lot of stuff that would like, it's almost like it's almost its own paradigm. Like where you're like kind of paying attention to something, you're listening, you're trying to see what she's trying to say. But then it's like you want to give back the same answer, but stronger. You just want to give no random answer. Like you want to ensure that, which by the way, you killed it. 
by giving her, like, by, like, responding, because, like, obviously my internet kept cutting off. But yeah, when and like all jokes aside, I was I was so in the actual moment. It's the first time I think I was actually in the moment. This is and episode think, three. Yep, and I think that's the best way to end it. Like you said, her answer was its own paradigm, and it's legit on you as the listener, as the student, to digest, realize, analyze, and just try to configure what she said and how you could utilize it to your own world and to your own self. And just reconnect that to the world that we need and the people that need your help and the culture that needs your help and the society that you yeah. want to build and vision for yourself. So, yeah, man, Waze is beautiful. Beautiful. Waze is beautiful. We're world ascending youth sound. That's us. World ascending youth sound, man. Come on, bro. Get at us. Osama. Anyways. It's time. <laughs> it is time, bro. My back freaking hurts. I'm tired as well <laughs> but to everyone thank you so much make sure to follow us at waste 2.0 on instagram follow osama at kusa 300 you can follow myself at muhammad.global new episodes every wednesday you can listen to us on spotify apple google podcast radio public anchor and other various platforms as well love support thanks to all you guys around the whole world we don't take it for granted. We're always thankful. And we can't wait to have more beautiful guests like Chantel just to propel and just elevate the consciousness and projectivity of this platform even further. Peace. Peace.